Blog Talk Radio. This is Vince Brown here on Radio Juju coming to you from, uh, well, my bedroom, I guess, uh, for uh, your your Saturday morning cup of juju. Uh, we're continuing the story from last week, picking up a little bit. I, I didn't really explain very well, if at all, last week. Uh, juju is a huge Simpsons fan, so I thought it would be funny to have that as our, uh, as our intro theme, too. Um, today... I'm going to try and I didn't ever know Julian lived in Panama City so uh today I'm going to ask him a little bit about that. I, I think he said he only lived there for a year and before moving to Atlanta from Alabama and then uh maybe we can he talked a little bit about Dicey and meeting uh her parents, I guess. Um last week. And so I'm hoping that uh we can talk a little bit more about Dicey and, and them getting engaged and Susan and my mom being born and stuff like that. So um, I actually did text Julian this week. So there's an excellent chance that uh, we're actually going to be, uh, you know, uh, we're going to get him on the first try here. Hey, you there? Hey, there. Yeah, I've been here. I've been I've been here uh talking almost 80 to you years. and uh you you're doing what? I said you've been here almost 80 years is what I said. <laughs> well, now that's a fact. And uh, <laughs> but 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 I got the call about as quick as it came in, you know, and they wasn't nobody on your end. It didn't sound like. Well, no, because I've, I've been good. How are you? I'm I'm fairly good. Uh, when you get up around eighty, things seem to change. You know. Actually, it, I'm uh, glad you brought that up. Because I had a question. Um, Scruff, you know, my dog is very, very old. He's 14, which is pretty old for a dog. I don't know how old. How long did Champ live? I think somewhere along that. Uh, I don't know how old Champ was when I got him. You know, I we, we got him from one of uh, uh, Wesley's friends. The guy was a a pilot. He flew these. Uh, little jets with uh, executives on them, and they crashed, and he got killed. But uh, we had had him for a couple of years before that. But but uh, Champ, uh, I think he died seriously from heart failure. I really do. Right. It's, uh, he uh, got to where he was just laying around. I took him to the bed. And the bed said they wasn't nothing that he could do for him. Really, he said I could get him 
to where he felt a little bit better, but he said the best thing to do is put him to sleep. And I did, well, but I've hated it ever since. That's what I, uh, you know, I mean, because whenever you, whenever you put a dog, or not just a dog, but I mean, like, you know, I guess it would be the same way for suicide or anything crazy like that. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, death is su- such a, such a, there's nothing after that. You know, Well, I mean, there is, but I'm saying, uh, but as far as like, you know, life is just full of possibilities. You never know what can happen the next day. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, well, you, you, I, my, my, my dog, my dog is 14. We think, cause I, it's kind of the same way probably when you got champ, I, I think I want to say scruff is, was about eight when we got him. And I think he's 13 or 14 now to the best of our guests. And the, the vet just says he's as healthy as can be, except, I mean, he was running around. He was, you know, having a great time as recently as almost six to eight months ago. And then, uh, and then about six months ago, he just, he couldn't move his back legs anymore. And the best the vet could guess is that he, uh, he probably fell, you know, he probably fell off. He was just getting old and he probably fell down the stairs one time when we weren't even home or fell off the couch or it could have been anything crazy, you know? And, um, well, that's right, and uh, and and they can't tell you what's wrong with them, you know. And, and well, he said uh, he could take like a four hundred dollar X ray, and then after the four hundred dollar X ray, there's a very very expensive spinal surgery, a couple three thousand dollars or something. And he said he couldn't even guarantee that it would work. It wouldn't make any sense to do it on a dog of his age. But the the main reason that I really bring it up is because. Him being 13 or so, 14, in dog years, you guys are pretty close. And sometimes I get very angry at him because he has to go to the bathroom at least, I would say, 24 times a day. So the reason I brought it up was kind of to ask you how many times you go to the bathroom because I feel I should stop getting mad at him. (laughs) Well, I do uh, go... I go most of my time though at night. And, uh, well, so does he, because he'll start barking. He'll start bark. I'll take him outside at seven, and then he'll start barking at about eight. And I'm like, man, I just took him out, but I'll try to, I'll try to give him some water. He doesn't want any water. He just wants to go back outside and pee again. But I mean, he's like ninety. You know what I mean? He's like ninety in dog years. So he yes, probably just has to pee all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I just. He, I decided uh, that I'd stop. I'd stop getting mad at him. Is he a big dog or a little dog? No, he's tiny. So he's got a tiny bladder too. He's he can't be ten pounds, twelve pounds. He used to be about fifteen, but yeah, he's got. I can't. I, I can't even remember him. They, you know. So, so so see that means that Scruff wouldn't remember me. So both of our minds are probably shot. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's. it's it's that's what's uh, I'm missing the worst now is I don't I, I don't even uh, I forget my grandkids' names now. How do you think uh, you know that? I mean it's it it it's not all the time, but sometimes I do, and it's uh probably yeah, but that have, I mean I call uh. I call Isaac Micah, and I call you know. I, I don't think that's that crazy. 
I mean, I, I think well, as you get older, you know. That's just mis- no, that's not forgetting. That's just misspeaking. I'm talking about when I'm thinking of somebody and I, I'm talking to somebody and I'm telling them about uh, one of my grandkids. And, uh, well, like <laughs> Abigail, if I was telling somebody about uh, her trip or something like yeah. that, I I couldn't even remember it. You know, it's uh, it's uh, it's kind of bad. I mean, you know. Well, you and, got and once you have eighty years, because you know every time you're every time you uh, uh, learn something new or whatever, you you know you you kind of make a little file in your brain. So you've got like eighty years worth of files in your brain. So I don't think that's that unusual. Well, I don't even maybe, think they're maybe. up there anymore. I, I really don't. I I don't think my files is even uh, in there. It's uh, it's it's pretty serious. It really is. It's uh, it's uh, I was trying to think of something that I noticed yesterday. I uh, I think it was a song that I oh, I know what it was. It there was a song that was real popular. Back probably in the fifties, it might have got popular before that, but that's when I became aware of it, and uh, it 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 probably made me more sad about the way black people was done than any other song that's ever been sung. And it's uh, I I love you, Pogi. Have you ever listened to that? No, uh-uh. I've never heard of it. I bet you've heard it, but. Uh, it goes something like this. Now, don't judge the song about what I'm going to try to sing, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's made for a woman to sing. And she's singing, I love you, Pogi. Don't let them take me. Don't let them handle me with their hot hands. If you can keep me. I want to stay here with you forever, and I'll be glad. And what it was talking about is uh, the, back then they just, uh, the plantation owners and the people that ran the plantation, according to that, would just ca- call them women to their bedrooms, you know. Oh, uh, well, it, yeah. It, it, you know, and it's quite... Uh, Interesting. It it was so you uh, couldn't so you couldn't remember a song. So you're worried about yourself. Is that what you're telling me? Oh well, no. It's not just the song. It's everything. Like uh, I know, I know. I'm just saying uh, that I forget songs all the time. I, I, I'll uh, I'll have the tune in my head or or something like that, and it'll bother me so much that I can't remember it. But I really need to uh, I really need to go to the doctor because my it's really my back. My back's been hurting, but it almost goes through to my shoulder and a little bit in my chest, you know, but it's mainly like right underneath my shoulder blade. Like if I if I jam my shoulder blade up against the door hinge, like, you know, like a really hard massage or something, it feels absolutely fantastic. So I, I don't know if I've got like a pinched nerve or what's going on back there. Well, have you got insurance? Yeah, I got Blue Cross. Well, why don't you go? Cause I'm a I don't know. I mean, I'm, 
I just well, don't. I'm that stupid. could be anything from heart trouble to anything else. I mean, you know, it's uh, you you need to go get a. Um, I'll go. I'll go. I, I'll go this week. I would. Huh? I said I'll go this well, week. Well, yeah, backs are bad news. They really are. Uh, well, in heart, there's a really the, the 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 problem is I don't think there's anything that it couldn't be anything minor. Is the <laughs> it's either my back or my heart or my shoulder. You know what I mean? It's it's nothing good. I don't think. But uh, we'll see. It'll be okay. I hope. <laughs> well, it. it when your shoulders get hurt, the the hardest trouble I've ever had in my life was back when I played softball. I I hurt my rotator cuff, mm-hmm. and it didn't hurt all the time. But I kept playing softball, and people that we played got to know me, and I played first base, and. Uh, if they hit a single, that they didn't need uh, slow down if anybody throwed it to first base because I, I couldn't even throw overhanded for a year, you know. Right. I, mean, I, I could ban and all that stuff. I'm pretty sure I tore my arm up right around 17 because it got to the point where it would hurt so much after not really enough, you know, when you're that young, you should be able to throw at least 50, 60 pitches before you even get sore. You know what I mean? If, if anything. Right. But, I mean, I, I couldn't really even throw 20. And especially as hard as I threw back then, you know, I was – there was a lot of stress, well, I think, on my you joints. Wasn't 17. You, you wasn't playing any baseball when you were 17, was you? Yeah, I played up until I was a junior, and then I just couldn't move my arm anymore. And then uh, – I mean, I could, but I wasn't – I certainly didn't want to – I certainly didn't want to put up with my arm hurting and dealing with that jerk of a, a head coach. You know what I mean? It wasn't fun. Right. It wasn't fun to go play baseball. Well, I remember that, but I think that was 10th grade. I thought it was 11th. I, I, I think that's when you quit. I, well, you might be right. I, but I played varsity one year, but I, I could have played varsity in like grade. To, I tried to get you to go to East Cobb, you know, to get away from him, but – you just acted like you wasn't interested in going. Well, and I knew I knew, uh, I knew were, everything there was to know back then. I was the smartest person in the world when I was 17. <laughs> well, that's right. That, well, we all go through that. And, uh, and it's, you think uh, you know better than everybody else, yeah. But uh, what a, it's... Uh, how long did you... You told me last week that you lived in Panama City. I don't... I didn't ever know that. How long did you live in Panama City? That's like two hours away from me. I know it. Uh, somewhere, I went to probably kindergarten there, and uh, that's where Maxie got his eye shot out with a BB gun, and uh, it was. Uh, it was quite a time in my life. It, uh, was that it? Was it? Was it quite a bit less crowded back then? Was there a lot less people? Well, I would say that uh, where we lived was uh, 
I I went and tried to find the area. Me and Diane was down there one time, and I found the area, and it was probably a quarter mile to a half a mile from that St. Andrews Bay, you know? Yeah. And me and Maxie used to get us a knife and walk out on them oyster shells and eat them oysters right there, you know. And I would have been wow, somewhere really? between four and I was four or five years old, and that would have made Maxie eight or nine, uh, or, you know, was seven or eight, you know. Either. Right. That's, that's, that's you fine. Know, and, and we ran completely loose. And uh, and I still, uh, Maxie was, uh, I wish that uh, uh, I could have made a video about him. I probably told you all this stuff, but uh, we used to go to the people's garbage cans and mm-hmm. get their magazines that they were throwing away out of the garbage can. And we would wipe them off, and they called... You mean like dirty magazines? Or you just mean magazines? You mean like dirty magazines or just magazines in general? No, no. Well, they were dirty, but not in the sense of... uh, (laughs) No, because I've probably never never told you this. I probably hadn't told many people in my life, but... uh, one time, me and Josh were playing in the uh, ditch. You know that giant ditch next to the house. Whenever we lived, uh, yeah. whenever we lived on Hill Drive, whenever my mom and Johnny had just gotten married, and uh, me, right. <laughs> me and Josh were playing in the ditch. I don't know. Maybe I have told you. And we were just I, we were shooting Nerf guns at each other. Probably I don't remember what we were doing. I mean, it was a fun little hole to play in. You know, when it was when it wasn't soaked in mud, I guess. And we were we we started to make a little fort. And I'll be darned if somebody hadn't thrown all of their Playboys down into the uh, the, <laughs> the ditch, or somebody's wife did, probably. <laughs> and uh, and so I think well, I was about 12, uh, now, 12 years old, and me and Josh found all those Playboys. It was great. <laughs> how old was you at 12? I was 12? What do you mean? Oh, you mean what grade was I in? No, no, no. What year was it that you would have been oh, 12, uh, something like that? Oh, oh. Uh, like uh, 95, something like that. Well, somebody probably dumped them down there then because uh, when I bought this house, that ditch was a quarter of the way full of washing machines and stuff. The woman that lived here. Wow, really? People dump, yeah, dump stuff like that. And, uh, I mean, it was a dump. It. And now that I'm getting old, I'm getting it all messed up. What was I talking about? My, oh, yeah. Oh, we were, talking, we were talking about Panama City a little bit, yeah. Maxi stories, yeah. Well, you were talking about yeah, the, the, dusting well, off magazines. Yeah. You would sell the magazines. Yeah. Oh, I've told you this, hadn't I? No, no, no. You were just you were just starting. You were that's where you were in the story, and it made me think about all those places. Well, did you say you and Dustin sold the magazines? No, me and Josh, but but no, we didn't sell them. We uh we just looked at them a couple times, and then they were they were pretty dirty. I mean, it was but it was interesting when we were that young. You know what I mean? It was probably the first time I had ever seen a naked woman. So, <laughs> oh, I, I'm certain. It yeah. Was, you know. But it was. Well, anyway. Uh, it was, 
Well, Maxie always, for some reason, was trying to make money. I mean, you know, and uh, and if you hadn't have been around him, you couldn't have uh, appreciated it. But uh, we would go out to the garbage cans, get the magazines, and wipe them off, put them in our wagon, and we would pull up. To, then we we lived in some apartments, and they were wood apartments, and it was uh, we would go door to door, and Maxie would get me right when the housewife came out of the house when he knocked on the door. She, they'd be looking at me. And Maxie says, you hold your eyes real wide open when they come out. <laughs> just look, just just have you. Now, see, I would have been four or five years old. And they would come out. And, uh, and then after they seen me, Maxie would ask them, did they want to buy any magazines? Well, all them women bought magazines. They would give him a quarter for magazines that sold brand new for a nickel or a dime then. Just because you, you, you were cute and, as a button and they, they wanted to give you something to go buy some lunch or something? Well, I wasn't cute as a button. He was trying to uh, get me in a position to where I looked like we needed a quarter. You know what I mean? I mean, he... Oh, I and it was quite yeah. funny. It really and Maxie, uh I'm trying to think. Uh somebody said something to me the other day or either I read it. Uh, this guy said something to some kid about said uh said uh you 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 shouldn't love money and uh and the kid said, uh, was sitting there discussing it, and I read this this article or seen it on television, but I can remember Maxie, somebody told Maxie that, uh, that when he was about eight years old, said that he shouldn't love money. And Maxie said, I don't love money. I just hate not having any money, you know. And, uh, and, There's and, a difference. And, but, yeah, but but uh, but Maxie, uh, he didn't even know he said anything so profound. And but they, but but somebody said it on television or something, and I thought, well, Maxie said that back in about nineteen. Uh, Forty-two or forty-three or forty-four, you know. I mean, you know. And, but 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 he uh, he always made money. I mean, he had a sock full of money. He went out every day. He he made money his whole life. You know. I mean, it, it was uh, that was in uh, that was in Panama City. Whenever y'all sold the magazines, or did y'all do that wherever you went? Pretty much. Panama City. That was the only place that that we ever did it. I think Matt Maxie just figured it was an ideal situation because the 
husbands wouldn't wouldn't be there to tell us to get the hell out of there, you know. They're, they're, That's pretty uh, funny. And That's and cool. and women are a little bit more uh, ever what the word is, you know. Did you use the uh, did you use the same Did you use the same puppy dog eyes on Jack Jack on the uh, Dicey's dad whenever you told him whenever you asked if you, whenever y'all getting married? <laughs> no, 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 Jack, Jack. <laughs> Jack was uh, he like you by then? Daniel like Well, yeah, he got well. Jack didn't dislike me, but I thought he did because Miss Daniel. Stare at you all the time. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just. I mean, sit down to eat, and he didn't take his eyes off of me, and, and then some. So and do you remember? Says, do, you remember uh, what, do you remember talking to him before y'all got married? Though, did you talk to him, or did you just ask her? How'd oh, that go? Yeah, yeah, I talked to him, and sometimes he would be uh, fine, but other times he. Uh, he would just sit there and stare at me, especially at the dinner table, you know, like, what are you doing That's over hilarious. here, was the look on his face, you know, but, uh, but, but Miss Daniel, I think she, uh, I asked her after me and Diane got married, I, I said, uh, why did you always invite me to dinner every Sunday? So you and wouldn't she get away. Said, yeah, and that was the best compliment I ever got in my life. You know, I thought, good so gracious, alive. So was it scary talking to Jack about and get, getting engaged or no? How long did I y'all date? I think so. Uh, a long time. We we dated. Uh, let me think. It would have been. Uh, I met her in January of sixty. And we got married in May of 61, so a year and five, uh, at least a year and four or five months, you know. Oh, well, what's the, well what What year was Susan born then? I thought she was like 60 or 59. Or she something. was she, born, uh, she was born uh, a year or so. She was, uh, we got married May the 5th, and she was... Uh, she was born uh, February 23rd of, uh, I guess, 1961. Anyway, it 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 covered the the nine months. You know what I mean? I mean it was a right. uh, little bit longer than nine months because people noticed that stuff back then. You know, it was oh, crazy. Sure. So y'all got people married on Cinco de Mayo. Crazy. Did y'all have uh, Did y'all have margaritas and? And chips and salsa at your wedding since it was Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> no, no, no. We, uh, we, that's funny. They wasn't no Cinco de Mayo then. He, <laughs> it didn't <know>. exist. <laughs> no, but it was the first day that I can't think of the guy's name now. But he went up in space and came straight back down. You know, but he was in space. He got credit for but, being the first one in. And not John Glenn. Glenn. Not was John Glenn the one that first the first one that went around the whole globe. Yeah, probably. This one was uh, just went straight up for and straight back down. I think. I I don't even think he got oh, in orbit, true. but but he was in space, you know. And right, they was they went awful slow. 
I would know his name if I heard it. I sent you a note uh, two or three, a couple of months ago about uh, what was his name? John Young. Oh, the one yeah, that but, yeah I, remember, that. I, remember, I remember reading that when you sent it. Yeah, that was uh, that's the guy that Josh and I met at the uh, Georgia Tech, right? That's exactly right. And, uh, and I always liked him real well because – he treated y'all pretty nice, I thought. You know, it it was uh, well, and it was just it was, and he wrote us a. Didn't he end up signing something and mailing it to us because he didn't have any more? He actually, you know, you no, <laughs> you would ex- yes, he exactly did that. He sent a picture and uh, and signed it and all that stuff. But I asked him for his autograph and uh, and uh, we took the picture. I think down there and uh he didn't mind that so much but uh he sent us a picture of him that was just of him and uh he wrote something on it and uh it was personable and and i just liked him you know he right he wasn't full of himself you know what i mean he was but he went to Georgia Tech, so he, he Oh, is that why he was speaking there at that moment? I got you. Yeah. Well that well that was some of it, but I'm sure he spoke all over the country, you know, because I I can't remember, but he had a real good uh history of uh the space stuff, you know. He at one time, he had went to the moon. He didn't get out, but uh, he circled the moon and all that stuff at one time a lot more than anybody else had, you know. And right. He was yeah, I remember a that guy. I think he. I remember the picture. Me and Josh had those. Uh, Josh has his Georgia Tech jacket on, and I have that Notre Dame jacket I always wore on there. <laughs> yeah. When- when you posted it on uh, uh, the the web, everybody commented more on the coach than they did uh, John Young. You know. Well, they, 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 they didn't know who they didn't know who that guy was. But it's but it's still it was still neat to meet somebody who had. I mean, you know, when you've been a million miles away from Earth, that's pretty cool. <laughs> You know, not many, well, not many people have done that. Me and Erica, that's me and I got, I got to leave in just a second. Me and Erica are having a uh, a job market today. We're that new place we're working. We got to hire a bunch of bartenders and uh, and cooks and stuff like that. Well, so. tell me about how do you like that job? Well, I love it. I love it. I mean, they're you know, it's not the restaurant opens. We got about three weeks, so it, right now it's just a lot of preparation. You know what I mean? But uh, I mean, it's it's they're all a bunch of Yankees and they all work hard, so everybody's always you know it's just it's nice it's a it's a it's a nice atmosphere. Everybody's respectful and polite to each other, and which is not always the case in every restaurant. <laughs> For some reason, restaurants tend to be a high stress environment. I've always I don't I'm not really sure why, but they tend to be a high stress environment, and uh, it's nice to be around people who take it very professionally and respectfully and all that so it's fun at the moment anyway <laughs> right well uh so the restaurant's not open no it opens in three weeks 
the uh, I mean that that fancy restaurant I was working at over the winter. I mean, you know, that I was just bartending that or whatever. But uh, this one, I'm I'm more running the kitchen, and Erica's doing all the marketing and all that stuff. So it's interesting because we're, we're doing things we haven't uh, that we that we haven't done a lot of, and some of the you know that we have experience in, but we haven't done just fully in other restaurants. Like I've never completely ran a kitchen before, but so it's 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 fun to uh you know do something new. Yeah. Well, when are you leaving to go over there? Uh we started now, last Monday. Well, yeah, I was we that's no, what I was telling you. No, I'm talking about today. You, 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 I think you just said that you was going to have to go yeah, over there. To, I just yeah. wanted to, you know, we're about, we're about to ride over there right now and uh and uh, go have the job fair, job market, whatever you want to call it. So there's going to be uh, – have you already tried to recruit some people and all that stuff or oh, what? Yeah. Yeah, we got, yeah, yeah, we got a bunch of people coming over there today. We got, we're, we're, I'm hoping that we can get at least 30 or 40 before we open, you know, 20 for the front of the house, 20 for the kitchen. But uh, we'll see. I don't know. But Erica's Erica's walking in right hiring, now. I guess. Are, are, are you hiring? Me, well, me and me and Eric, me and Erica, and me and Erica, and another guy named Roy will be doing all the hiring. Yep. At least that's the plan. Yeah. But uh, Erica's looking at me right now, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna call you back when we get okay. in the car and ride over there. All right, I love you. I'll talk to you in a minute. I love you, boy. Bye bye. Bye. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, we didn't get quite as much into the kids, but we talked a little bit about the engagement and uh, a little bit more about Maxie growing up with Maxie. I, I hadn't I hadn't realized that he had lived in Panama City, so that was that was neat. Um, but uh, we hope you will join us next week uh, right here on Radio Juju for your morning cup of Juju. I'm Vince Brown, and we will see you guys then.